Hello and welcome back to Premier League Predictions, the show which does what it says on the tin. We're here to predict game week 35 of the 2022-23 Premier League season. We're almost at the end now. Very exciting times, aren't they, Harry? Yeah, I mean, not long to go. It looks like City should have the title wrapped up, but we don't know yet. Never know. There's still curveballs to be thrown in this Premier League season, and I think we're going to throw some curveballs with these predictions today. Shall we get started? No 12.30 kickoff, unfortunately, this week due to West Ham's game being moved due to their participation in the Conference League. So we start at the 3 o'clock, where Bournemouth play host to Chelsea. Two sides, well, actually, Bournemouth are level on points with Chelsea now. Two sides having very contrasting seasons. What are you expecting from this game, I mean, Bournemouth have actually looked pretty decent in their last few games. Yeah, uh, not been too bad. Picked out a few points here and there. Chelsea six losses in a row. Absolutely torn apart by Arsenal. Um, yeah, to anyone that watched that on stream, watched me basically uh, fall apart. <laughs> yeah, that was painful. I, I, I want to say, I go one one. Nice, nice, solid point away. Love yeah. that. Love um, that. Dom Solanke for Bournemouth. Yeah. And then. FPL points at least. I'll go Madawike again for Chelsea because he's it's, the it's, only good It's player. our only hope. I'm going to be a little bit biased. <laughs> Just a little. I'm going to go Bournemouth nil, Chelsea 2. How? Because I think Chelsea defensively aren't shocking as long as we don't play as Pillar We were terrible against Arsenal. Who's going to play? That. Chalaba, right back. He'll actually be able to contain. A footballer. But, yeah, and then Arsenal were just really good going forwards. Bournemouth will miss chances. It will be easier for Kepa to actually mm. save things. More likely than Arsenal did. Arsenal were very clinical. And then Chelsea, I think attack's been the biggest issue for Chelsea. But I think if we start Mudrik and Madawike on the wings with either Datra Fafana or Havertz, anyone other than Aubameyang through the middle, then I think we could do all right. So I'll go a Madawike goal. I think he's the only bloke capable of scoring at the moment. But then I'll also back Enzo Fernandez. I think he's... Clearly a very talented player. I think he'll pick up the edge of the box. Puts up corner, first goal for Chelsea. Big win away at Bournemouth to secure a place in next year's Premier League. Up next then, title favourites now. Manchester City welcome Leeds to a tip for relegation. It'll be Big Sam. Sam Allardyce's first game in charge. It's going to be a very, very difficult one. Trial by fire really, isn't but it? We know Sam Allardyce. He keeps sizing the Premier League and he oh, doesn't yeah. get battered. If anyone's going to take points away from City... At home, could it be Leeds? Could Big Sam put together a wonderful defensive performance and get a draw or something like that to keep Arsenal's title hopes alive? Manchester City 2, Leeds 1. Oh, Man City Premier League title. I think it's going to be a Haaland opener for City. Against, obviously, his boyhood club. Yeah, a Sinistera equaliser for Leeds. And then it's going to be... Who's it going to be? John Stones in the 93rd minute. Uh, like Vincent Company. Yeah. Where do you want your statue, John Stones? Slaps <laughs> it doesn't it top... have the same ring yeah, to it, does it? Uh, slaps it top corner, Leeds' hearts are broken, and City keep their... Keep one foot ahead of Liverpool. Yeah, fair enough. I'm going to go Manchester City 1, Leeds 1. I was not convinced by Man City against Fulham. I don't think they played particularly well. And I think... Pep was aware of the challenges that Fulham would uh, pose. Yeah, they still got the result over the line, but that took a bit of brilliance from Alvarez and a bit of fortune getting a penalty very early on. I think here, as long as Leeds put away their chance, because they're going to get one, and it's going to fall to Bamford, if he puts it in the back of the net, scenes, and there's a chance. 
If not, City are going to rump it. But I will go, yeah, one all. Golf of Bamford and Manchester City. Well, it's pretty inevitable. Don't think I even need to say his name, but the big Norwegian bloke, Erling Haaland's going to score again. No real shocks there. Up next then, Tottenham struggling at the moment under Ryan Mason and they welcome Crystal Palace to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Tottenham cruelly denied victory despite coming back from three goals down as Diego Jota slotted it past Fraser Forster and then just sort of sat on the ground. Flame for all goal. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's harsh on the rest of the players that did actually do something. Well, Crystal Palace, it, by contrast, they've actually been sensational recently. Big 4-3 win over West Ham last time out. What are you expecting from this game? Tottenham at home, and they, to be fair, they haven't looked too bad recently. Yes, Palace have looked too bad. They can see three goals in 15 minutes. Um, last two results haven't been too bad, and Palace look decent. I think Tottenham will scrape through with a 2 1 win. Fair enough, goal scorers? Uh, Kane and Son, and Palace will be Eze. Fair enough. There's one thing we learned from game week 34. It's that Crystal Palace and Tottenham can't defend. They're both quite good going forward. And I think that will be very evident in this game. I'm going to go Tottenham 3, Crystal Palace 3. I think it will be once again a big comeback from Tottenham. Palace, they're going to score three in the first 15 minutes. It's going to be Eze, Elise, Ayu. They can't do it every single Big game. start for Palace. Tottenham they'll have to pick themselves up. Ryan Mason calls them all... Useless. Brings on Richarlison. <laughs> Brings on, yeah. Richarlison. So, so what? it's going to be a goal for Kane, a goal for yeah. Son. Yeah. Goal to win it, to get the equaliser. Richarlison's already on a yellow card. He scores, rips the shot off, disallowed. Lovely. He sent gets sent off, off, no, off no, he goes. He, he can't get sent off, he is disallowed. Nah, he is. Anyway. Well, he ripped the shirt off, doesn't matter. No, he gets rescinded. You, well, you can rip your shirt off if it's disallowed. Well, yeah, you can take your shirt off during a game, can't you? You don't get booked for it. I don't think you can, can you? No, if the goal doesn't stack, because it counts oh, as... All right. you, obviously, because you, you would sprint into the away end and take your shirt off. All right, well, what, no, what he does is when the goal gets disallowed, he runs up to the ref, uh, Lee Mason, and... Can't be Lee Mason. It's a, just a gamble. And he's going to smack him in the face. <laughs> I don't know. He's going to get sent off. And then Tottenham will win it through... Pedro Porro is going to be a screamer and that's going to be a big goal for Tottenham. Big 3-3 game there. Up next, Wolves versus Aston Villa. A little bit of a scrap in the Midlands. It's a game that no one apart from Wolves fans and Villa fans really care about. But two sides with very contrasting seasons. Wolves need points to put themselves well in contention of getting top half and take themselves further away from the relegation scrap. Aston Villa need points to get European football. Just on that Tottenham game, the referee's Darren England, but the assistant referee is Constantine Hatsidakis. Oh, that's who he'll wig. He's our fight. Revenge for Robertson. Yeah. But yeah, and then Wolves Wolves Villa then. As a Villa fan, what are your thoughts? Obviously Villa looked really good, but were tripped up a bit by Man United. That was always a good tough game, though. Um, Wolves don't look convincing. But Villa never beat Wolves. I look back to see, I can't remember if it was this year or last year, we had three... 3-1 3-1 up against Wolves and we uh, drew 3-3 because we can see two goals in injury time. Um, we, Villa don't beat Again, Wolves. as I say, no one cares um, about Wolves, Villa, apart from Villa fans. They had no idea any of that happened. I'm going to go 2-2. Ooh. I think Villa not like getting that. European football? Potentially. 2-1 Villa. Oh, that's <laughs> a joke. Bias. No, I'm going 2-2. I think especially the United loss. 
I'll go because Villa fans really, but quite a few very reactionary to that United loss. Really strange. But mm. I think a draw to Wolves here really annoying. I'll go Diego Costa and Daniel Pedence with the goals. And yeah. for Aston Villa, it will be Ollie Watkins. He needs to get back within the goals. And who's going to score the second? Jake. No, I said that last week. Um, Alex Moreno. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, I think people are going to be confused to who is the Villa fan when they hear my prediction because, I mean, Wolves were terrible. Brighton put six past them. Aston Villa, I think, will be I desperate. Aston Villa will be desperate to bounce back from their draw of Manchester United, lost to Manchester United. So I'm going to go Wolves nil, Aston Villa five. I just think Wolves are really yeah, bad I at football. Yeah, Wolves off 6-0 to Brighton. Yeah, Jose Sarr was tragic in that game if he no, starts again. No, so, it's so good to draw to Wolves. It is, but I, yeah, I'm, gonna go, five. I'm going 5-0. I'll go Ollie Watkins brace, a Jacob Ramsey goal, a John McGinn goal, and then off the bench, John Duran, first goal for the club. John Duran, Duran. Yeah, I don't really know who that bloke is, but you've banged on about him on the street really the other day, bad. so... Yeah, I'll go him to score Aston Villa 5 away at Wolves. Up next then, the final game on the Saturday, the 5.30 kickoff: Liverpool versus Brentford. A game which I think has the potential to be very exciting. What are your, what are your thoughts? Um, I, <laughs> Based on your tone, you're already tone Yeah, care. I don't really know. I think it would just be a bog-standard Liverpool win. I don't see Brentford really getting much from it. Um, Fair enough. I, I think Liverpool just have enough. I will go... Liverpool 2, Brentford 0. Yeah. Mo Salah at the double. That is definitely motivated by uh, Fantasy Premier League. Up next, I'm going to go... Oh, no, sorry. Up next, I'm going to do a prediction first. Liverpool, I think they look quite decent recently. I mean, the fact they've managed to pull it back against Tottenham after they conceded three goals. I mean, that's pretty decent. Yeah, it's pretty but, decent. And also the man they tore apart in the early part of the game. So I think we'll see a similar sort of demolition job. I'm going to go Liverpool 3, Brentford 0. But I'm convinced by Brentford recently. I still think there's a Tony goal every other week. I think he scored last time out. Therefore, he's going to blank here away at Anfield. I'll go, yeah. Liverpool goal scorers, Salah, Jota, Diaz. All front three. Big goals. Liverpool three, Brentford nil. Up next then, on to the Sunday in the first game. Newcastle versus Arsenal. The half-four kickoff. We're going to be live for it. So no prediction here today. But please do make sure to join us on Sunday for Newcastle-Arsenal. It's going to be an exciting game as the Champions League race hots up. Though to be fair, Newcastle will probably confirm that now in Arsenal. Though they're going to be desperate for wins to try and fight Manchester City. Up next then, rearranged from 12.30 due to West Ham's Conference League game. It's West Ham versus Man United. A 7 o'clock kickoff on a Sunday. I also think that was probably rearranged because coronation and yeah. stuff's going on. So it makes sense. So BT, yeah, hoping you'll watch it at 7 o'clock. It's, it's a weird time for a kickoff, but I don't mind it. Late night on a Sunday. Do you think the weird kickoff time could provide a weird result? No, I think it should be a. I think it would be standard for Man United. They look yeah. decent against Villa and West Ham. Don't really look like a great football club at the moment. I will go. I only have 1 0, right. though, because we are at um, the Olympic Park. I will go a goal. Olympic Park. Olympic Is that the hot, the other bit yeah, of the Olympics? Yeah. The Olympic. Excuse me. That stadium thing. I'll go a goal from Scott McTominay. Oh, hasn't played much recently, but I do think he's off the bench. He, he's a good player, Scott McTominay, when he's in a yeah. more more advanced yeah. role. Fair enough. I am a bit torn here because I think West Ham are going to come into this game 
with a lot to lose. Nothing to lose, sorry, but a lot to win. If they can win here, yeah. I think they've probably lost a city in the week. That doesn't seem too bold an assumption to make. I think though they win here, they'll keep themselves in the Premier League for another year, and I think they'll push as hard as they can. I think they will come close. I think they're going to get a draw. West Ham 2, yeah. United 2. Still a very exciting game, though. I will go Saeed Ben Rama to put the Hammers ahead. West Ham peg them back through Valt Veghorst. Then Jared Bowen scores what he thinks is a winner for West Ham. He then scores again, disallowed. Oh. Uh, another disallowed Jared Bowen goal. And then Marcus Rashford running for on goal, slots it past Fabianski, knee slides in the corner. West Ham fans very upset they yeah, don't get a win. On to the Monday then. We've got some Monday games because it's a bank holiday yeah. here in the UK. So three Monday kickoffs featuring a three o'clock. And I'll start with that one, of course, Fulham versus Leicester. At the start of the season, if you told me that one of these sides is fighting for European football and the other one's fighting relegation, I'd have told you it's Fulham fighting relegation and Leicester fighting for Europe. However, very different seasons. Fulham, yeah. very much up there. I think they're just outside the European places now. I don't think they're going to get now. European spots, especially with Mitrovic out. Yeah. But they're still in a good position. Leicester, very much the opposite. They are it's still firmly in the relegation zone. A draw with Everton did nothing to help the matters. So I do think they're in a bit of pro- a bit of spot bother. Is Fulham the perfect place to go and take points right now? I don't really know. Both sides have not been convincing recently. Yeah. I, I, I so I don't see anything separating them. I haven't gone for it this get this game week. I'm going to go Fulham nil, Leicester nil. I think that benefits both sides quite well. Yeah. Fulham keep the points ticking over. Solid little 10th place finish around that sort of mark. Leicester get a big point on their way to staying in the Premier League. I think, however, Fulham are going to win. And I think Leicester are in real danger of being relegated. I'm going to go Fulham 2, Leicester 0. Goals from Vinicius. I think he looked good against City. Well-taken goal as yeah. well. And William, he's back from suspension, correct? Yeah. So I will, uh, I'll back him to get a goal as well. Gotta love William. Uh, fantastic player. Up next then, 5.30 on the Monday. Brighton versus Everton. Brighton are having a fantastic season. They've just torn yeah. apart. Uh, well, we haven't seen the United game, so they may well have won that. But if not, their last game was Wolves, a 6-0 thrashing of Wolverhampton Wanderers. And now Everton, well, as similar, just as we mentioned with that Leicester game, a disappointing draw last time out. They're not playing well at the moment. At the start of Sean Dyche's tenure, they've got some decent results. Now they've dropped off. Do you think Everton have a chance here or are Brighton just too good? Are Deserby's men yeah, going to steamroll them? I mean, their second side won 6-0 at Wolves last week. Um, mm. And Everton, again, were really woeful against Leicester and probably got a bit lucky that Jordan Pickford saved James Madison's penalty. We saw Calvin Lewin miss a sitter. I won't go six. I'll go four. Um, and it'll be goals from Welbeck, Matoma, March and McAllister. All the goals for Brighton then. Everyone getting involved. I will go a slightly less comfortable 2-0 victory. I think Wolves are defensively horrendous and mentality-wise they fall apart. Everton are a lot more solid at the back. I think they take longer to break down and Pickford's a very good goalkeeper. Yeah. So I think, therefore, Brighton will struggle a little bit more to break them down. Eventually they will break through, though, and it's going to be a meet double to hand a comfy 2-0 victory to Brighton. I don't think Everton will have many chances to speak of. Yeah. Maybe Calvert-Lewin will miss another sitter. Who knows? Up next then, the last game of Game Week 35. And it's going to be a tasty one. Nottingham Forest host Southampton. Southampton rooted to the bottom of the Premier League table and they will be relegated should they suffer a defeat here, I believe. Nottingham Forest, on the other hand, if they win, well, that could go a long way to keeping them in the Premier League. 
how do you think this game is going to pan out? What a game this is. What a game this is. And I feel this will be the game that all but confirms Southampton playing Championship well, I think next it can year. confirm, can't it? Because oh if yeah, Forest win and true. West Ham win I'm, and depends on the Leeds, yeah. Leicester and Everton results. I'm going to say 1-0 Nottingham Forest and Southampton to be down. Uh, and it would be a goal through Brennan Johnson. Big win for Forest. Big yeah, that would be a big three points. At home, and I'm re- I hold a similar line of thinking. I think there will be a Nottingham Forest big comfortable victory. 3-0 though I'm going to yeah. go. I think Southampton look devoid of confidence, devoid of hope. They know. I think they know they're down. They're not a great side, are no. they? And it's it takes relegation scrap take a strong wheel team, not a young team with inexperience yeah. and lack of, you know, yeah, mentality. Yeah. Exactly. And Ruben Salas is hardly the coach to lead them to survival. I think they're pretty much uh, admit Dude. submitted to defeat at this point. And I don't think they'll do bad. I think championship will is good. Will be good for them because they've got a good young side that can uh, play some good football down there. Right. So I'll go Nottingham Forest three, Southampton nil. Goals from Brennan Johnson, Morgan Gibbs White, and Neko Williams. It's Fair enough. Impressive this He's season. He's going to do it anyway. All right. uh, no, uh, Aurier in his place, All right? right? Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, if not, whoever the hell's going to play right back, I don't care right. who it is. He's bagging a goal. Big up the Nottingham Forest third choice right back if you're watching. But yeah, very interesting game week. That game week 35, I'm sure you guys will have some very interesting comments uh, on our predictions and also your own predictions. I want to see them down there in the YouTube comments section. If you're listening on whatever audio platform you happen to uh, to listen us on, listen to us on, then hit whatever good buttons, do good things. I know on Spotify you can download, rate the show, add to episodes and follow. I don't know much about other streaming platforms, but yeah, other uh, podcast platforms but yeah do all good things to uh, help the show grow and of course if you want to hop on over to the YouTube and get involved there then make sure to do so the community is growing here we've got a load of new members and a short little announcement to the end of this video we should have a discord coming soon so if you want to get more yeah. involved with the community then look out for announcements regarding that but that's all from us today thank you all very much for watching or listening and we will see you next time see ya